You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to your Valentine's News podcast for Friday, September 30th. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, and we're coming to you a couple of days before your New York Giants host the Chicago Bears in uh, week four of the NFL season. Uh, Please remember uh, to uh, subscribe to Big Blue View Radio wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe there as well. Joining me uh, today to break down Sunday's game is Lester Wiltfong of SB Nation's Bears website, Windy City Gridiron. Lester, thank you uh, very, very much for uh, dropping by. Anytime, Ed. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just. Uh, I'm still recovering from uh, from from Monday night a little bit as we record this on on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, you know, I'm I, I'm too old to work until four o'clock in the morning and then get up at seven o'clock. Yeah, those, those <laughs> night games are rough for us. I mean, it's like for what I do is I always take off the the next day after night games at the real job. I take that day off. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be up way too long. I'm taking off. I, I need time to to write this, to, to uh, get the podcast set up. So yeah, I, I, it's uh, the, the the side gig takes precedence on those night games. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So, uh, but but you know, but we we uh, but just just like the NFL players, you know, we're troopers. We get up, we move on, and, and we move on to the next week, which this week it, for the Giants is the Bears. And I don't know about you, but. I look at both of these teams, both with what people would consider surprising two and one records at this point in this season. And I find these two teams to be very similar, you know, maybe not exact copies of each other on the field, but two teams with new GMs, two teams with brand new head coaches, two teams who while Justin Fields is a second year guy and Daniel Jones is a fourth year guy, two teams trying to figure out if they have the right quarterbacks to go forward with and and kind of trying to build, you know, rosters that are lacking in a lot of areas. I mean, do you, do you see these two teams kind of the same way that I do? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think as fans for both franchises, we looked at this this year as probably as, as a rebuild or a reset. Uh, But then the fact that both teams are two of one at this point is a little surprising, you know, as far as what the Bears are doing, I mean, for our fans, you know, we wanted Justin Fields to start showing, you know, he's the guy. I mean, it's yeah, you said it's only a second year. I think this would be only only his 14th, 15th start uh, as a pro. But, you know, the wins are nice, but 
we want to know if we got the guy. I mean, we, the Bears haven't had a quarterback since, you know, Sid Luckman that has been the actual franchise guy. That's a long time. So yeah. we want to know if we have the guy. Two and one is nice, but at the end of the day, man, if you don't have the quarterback, you know, you have no chance long term. And and I think, you know, you raise a good point, and we'll talk about fields in a minute, but it's very, very easy for NFL fans and, you know, fans of any team. You get you get so locked into the week by week, the roller coaster ride. But in context, I think for both of these teams, it's not about where they are. It's about where they're trying to go. And, and I think uh, you just speak to, you know, how hard it is as, as a fan and, you know, your bears fan base, how hard it is to remind people that it's not necessarily about today. Yeah. I mean, on, on our podcast, what we've done is we've tried to, to set the narrative and the expectations for this season as far our listeners is look, this is a reset. This is a rebuild. You know, it's, it's 65, 67 million in dead cap space this season. You know, they had no, no, no first round draft pick this season. So the, the new GM Ryan Poles came in and, and he kind of had an idea that, you know, let's get a reset now. And we'll really go go chips in, you know, next season. But the coaching staff, you know, hey, they're coaching to win games now. I mean, yeah, you want to see the, the the young guys develop. That's obviously part of the plan. But it's just a different mentality from the coaching staff because the coaching staff, you know, they're coaching to win games, and you know, they're two and one. You know, the that's been really a, a, a run heavy game plan. You know, they're trying to keep things slow, keep things, you know, keep games close, and trying, you know, and and and, and, and get those Ws, but. It's just different mentality from the front office to what the coaching staff does. But as fans, like I was saying, we want those young guys to develop. If, if Justin Fields isn't the guy, if he can't show enough this year where they say, yeah, okay, I, I see the potential. I, I, I see him moving forward. He has what it takes to be, you know, the franchise quarterback. If we don't have those answers at the end of the season, then we could be in a brand new uh, reset next year too. And and it's interesting. We I think we need to talk about Fields a little bit more. Obviously, Justin Fields, Bears, Giants, it's all sort of intertwined because it was the Bears Giants trade yeah. a year ago that that allowed you guys to uh, to get Justin Fields. So, it's kind of a twofold question. And the first part of that question is when you look at the trade that that the bears made would you make the trade again and the second part of that question is the way that the bears are playing right now chicago's completed 23 passes in three games they, their their highest passing total is 105 yards how do you figure out if he's the guy when you're playing football that way as far as why i do the trade again yeah i think you know, you've got to take a swing at it. I mean, the Bears did not have a quarterback. I mean, they, they, they gave up on Mitch. They let him go. They brought in Andy Dalton. You know, he, he wasn't going to be the long-term answer. So you got to take swings at it. You got to have bites at the apple. You know, you have to keep bringing in young guys at that spot so you find the right guy. And, you know, you mentioned the the, the passing stats. I mean, I, I talked about Sid, uh, Sid Luckman earlier. Those are passing stats out of the 40s. I mean, that's what the Bears are dealing with now. So, it's again it's a fine line how do you develop fields you know to know if he's the guy when you're only having you know those few passes 
But again, the coaching staffs, they're not concerned about that. They, they want to win the game in front of them. And if they can win the game by running the ball, you know, 65% of the time, that's what they're going to do. And they'll wait till Justin Fields proves to them. And, and at some point he'll show in practice in the games, Hey, it's clicking. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the first three games, you know, he's, he's had a couple nice plays, but for the most part, it's been bad tape, um, bad decisions. You know, the interceptions on him are bad. He's taken bad sacks still, you know, he, he's changed his mechanics in the off season. He's changed his footwork in the off season. He's changed his arm angle in the off season and he's in a new offense. So he's got a lot of stuff going against him right now. I'll never bet against him because I know how hard he works. I saw the potential at Ohio state. So I think he'll get there. It's just going to take a little longer. And the question is, the question becomes, you know, new coaching staff, new GM who didn't draft him. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lot like where the giants are with Daniel Jones, although Jones is in his fourth year. Um, Do you think, how, how long do you think the leash is for Justin Fields? Will they wait beyond this year if they're if they're still not sure, or will they? You know, will they they look to to move on again? Everything we've heard from the reports are that this regime really likes Justin Fields. I mean, he is you know he is the the prototypical hardworking quarterback. I mean, he he's the guy. I mean, he he does all the right things. He says all the right things. His football IQ is through the roof. His he's a physical specimen. He has great arm talent. You know, all the tools are there. You want to see out of a franchise quarterback. He just got to put it together in the field. So I can't see in them turning the page. You know, obviously this year he'll get this whole season. But unless there's just like a train wreck, unless it's like goes really south, I can't see them, you know, making an, another change, you know, next offseason. Because like I said, if, if if that happens, if it goes that bad, now this franchise is in a whole other reset. And it's just, you know, it just pushes that time field back even more. So he gets this year for sure, unless it's, you know, totally off the rails, he'll get next season. But like I said, it's he's not their guy. He's not their draft pick. So. It's always in the back of their mind. I think they may want to bring in a, a young guy to compete as a reserve spot. Cause right now it's the vet guy, but he'll have some time. There's some leash there for him. And I'm curious too, you know, you've kind of addressed it, but is the, the passing attack or lack thereof, is that so far, is that more about Justin Fields? Is it more about, lack of wide receivers, lack of faith in, you know, in the offensive line. Um, is, is there one, you know, specific thing that you can point to for, for why the, the Bears have pretty much played, you know, 1930s or 40s football to this point? I think a little bit of everything you mentioned there. Uh, ultimately, it comes down to Justin Fields. I mean, he's the guy, you know, making the decisions. He's the guy pulling the trigger. Ultimately, it's on him. It falls on him. But but you mentioned the receivers. I mean, they, they brought back Darnell Mooney, who was, uh, you know, he's was counted on to be their number one guy. Cole Komet, their tight end, he was counted on to be a big part of the offense through three games. Both those guys have pretty much been non-existent. Um, their big offseason acquisition, I guess, was Byron Pringle, uh, who is now injured. And, you know, even with Pringle, who he is, he's a three or a four. He's not a, a top flight receiver in this game. Uh, they traded for Nikhil Harry, who has been hurt. You know, there's some there's some lack of weapons around him. I think they expected on the scheme to kind of solve a lot of those issues. They expected Fields to take a little more of a step than he has. 
It I, hasn't I, happened. I do know Giants fans who would, you know, trade you Kenny Galladay for, you know, a bucket of ice chips or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's been a talk of I'm, I'm Bears Twitter. I mean, Galladay is a guy that's, you know, on, on the trade block, you know, what we hear. And, you know, the Bears pursued him a season ago as a free agent. I think they had a, an offer on the table. He decided to go to New York. So, you know, he's a local guy from the area. So I think Bears fans would be happy with that. If, if the deal's right, if there's something to be made there with a, a low traffic, I think Ryan Poles will pull the trigger. But at this point, you know, he's, like I said, it's from a front office standpoint, they're building towards next season to make their big splash. Lester, you mentioned uh, Ryan Poles. So let me ask you, Poles was a guy that was considered one of the front runners for the Giants GM job that went to Joe Shane. Matt Eberflus was not one of the guys that the Giants interviewed for, for their head coaching job. I get asked all the time about the Giants new regime. So, and it's, it's too early to pass any sort of definitive judgment, but, but your initial impressions of the, the new bears decision makers. And, and, And I'm particularly interested in polls because he did interview with the Giants. He's had some missteps in the offseason. Uh, he, he signed a guy to a contract and they didn't pass physical. I mean, that's not his fault. Um, but, you know, it happens. Uh, you know, there's been some other stuff with the trades. You know, he didn't pursue weapons as aggressively as fans wanted to see him pursue them. Um, like I said, Pringle is his big guy on, on offense that he brought in. He made the trade for Harry. But, you know, Nikhil Harry is a, a, a failed first-round draft, I guess you want to call him. Hasn't really done much in the NFL. So, you know, and then of course the offensive line, he didn't really do do much to address that. He, he threw four draft picks at it. Um, he signed a couple of vets uh, who to the date haven't been able to win jobs there. So it's been up and down, but I think Ryan Poles overall, he, he's playing the cards he's been dealt. I mean, Ryan Pace, you know, had so much dead cap space. He, he was giving out void years. Like it was like it was candy. And, and like I said, 60 some odd dead cap space this year, a million. So He's dealing with what he has to deal with. He's trying to correct the roster. And, and look, this is a bad football team the last couple of years in Chicago. So there's a lot to fix there. So he, he's kind of taking his steps that he believes is right. Like you said, it's too early to tell. Uh, but, but so far, I've been pleased with Ryan Poles' job he's doing. And then the same with the coaching staff. Too, too early to tell. But, you know, so far, I like the mentality. I like what he's bringing to the table with, with, good thought, with, with Coach Flus there. Um, it's it's a different mindset. It's uh, it's defensive, you know. But but you know they still have a, a good offensive scheme in place. Just gotta has to. We have to see it all click. Let me ask you about you know one of the the off season you know controversies with the Bears, the off season situation. Uh, linebacker Roquan Smith, tremendous tremendous player, but uh, you know the the controversy with with him and his future with the Bears. What do you think is going to happen there? Is Roquan Smith a long-term Chicago Bear, or uh, or 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 do the Giants have a shot at him here? <laughs> I think. I mean, there was an offer on the table in the summer. It wasn't what he wanted to get. Uh, he's looking for top, top, top money. I mean, he wants you know uh, Shaq Leonard money. He wants to get that in that stratosphere. And you know, the Bears wanted to wait. They wanted to wait and see what 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 he could do there. You know, well, like I said, the the, the deal on the table is very, very good, very fair. Um, he's in a brand new defense. You know, he's for the first time in his career playing in, in, in an even front. He's playing the weak side linebacker spot, much different responsibilities than what he had before. So I think when the season ends, I think his numbers will be there. And I think, you know, he'll be warranted another huge offer on the table. 
But at that point, it's, does Rokon want to stay in Chicago? Does he want to go? Again, we're talking about an off-ball linebacker. Is that where you want to allocate a lot of your funds? In this day and age, you don't really, you know, you don't usually pay those guys. But but I think Roquan's one of those guys you want to pay because he's so good. He's so talented. He's so fast and athletic. He makes so many plays for you. And, and as he gets more comfortable in this scheme, we'll see the best of Roquan Smith as the year progresses. All right. And, you know, I we talked uh, a lot about the similarities between the Giants and the Bears. Two and one, obviously, for both teams at this point. And I think that surprises some people. Long term, over 17 games. What would you feel good about for this team? What would your expectation be, you know, as far as where Chicago, you know, would where you'd like to see them end up or where you realistically think they could end up? Before the year started, I figured they'd be six one team. You know, I, I was along with Vegas, that's the Vegas over and underline on them. Um, and I'm like, yeah, that's that sounds about right. I mean, I thought if if everything really goes perfectly, if they get some luck along the way. I thought they could push for a playoff spot. And then in the NFC, we're talking eight wins, nine wins. That gets you in the playoffs in the NFC. So I thought there's a, as a, as a, a long shot chance for that happening. But realistically, I thought six wins. And then now, though, they're two and one. You know, I, I figured they'd lose against the Niners. Um, the Packers game, of course, was I had as a loss. So I didn't think they'd be two, two and one at this point. And then you look at the schedule. I mean, they get the Giants coming up. And that's, you know, that's a winnable game for both franchises. I mean, they're both, like I said, evenly matched. You know, they got the Patriots without Mac Jones, the Cowboys without Dak. So there's some there's some quarterbacks coming up on their schedule that, you know, aren't the guys they expected to be there. So I would not be surprised this franchise ha- has those six wins, you know, much quicker than I thought. And, you know, I'm curious also, you know, we've talked a lot about the similarities in the two franchises at this point. What, you know, what is your sort of outside view of, of the Giants, the Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, uh, Brian Dable, New York Giants. You know, Dable's a guy that most Bears fans wanted. I mean, that's who who a lot of Bears fans thought that they would get to come in and, and be the new head coach in Chicago. It was unexpected. They went with a defensive mind. You just assumed, you know, they got a young quarterback. Let's find a, a good young uh, offensive mind to kind of pair with him. And the fact they went with Coach Flus was a little bit surprising. But like I said, I'm, I'm on board with it now. But I think Dable's a great coach. I think he knows offense really well. He calls a good game. Um, Jones has had some some turnover issues, obviously, throughout his career. But, man, like Fields, I mean, the talent's there. I mean, he's a good athlete. He has a good arm. You know, he has tightened things up. And if if Dable can't get that figured out for him, then, you know, it's, it's probably going to be his last in New York. But then you mentioned Barkley, man. He looks like the Barkley of old. I mean, he 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 looks really good this year so far. So that, that's going to be a tough uh, a, a tough task for the Bears to stop that running game. And what are your, just finally, you know, last thing here for you, what are your thoughts on on Sunday? I mean, I think the Giants are favored by a couple of points here. This game for me is a toss-up game. And and, and I look at it like, hey, if, if either one of these teams could get just one or two explosive plays out of their passing games, that might be the difference in this game, you know, for, for me. But... But what are your thoughts on, on how you think Sunday might turn out? Same. I think it's toss up. I mean, the Giants are two and a half favorites now. You know, it's it's in it's 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 in New York, so it's you know, they have the, the home field going there. The Bears passing game has been so bad so far. So we're just assuming at some point it's gonna click. And and the Giants, I think on paper, the Giants has a little worse defense than the Bears have. Um, the offense for you guys is, is much better at this point. 
but but man, the running game for the Bears, the the scheme itself has been so beautiful to watch. I mean, they're doing some some really nice nice things up front. Um, whether it's Herbert or Montgomery, Montgomery's day to day, he may not play in the game, but Khalil Herbert's a great fit for the scheme. Uh, I think the Bears are going to try and keep it close. They're going to run the ball, try and play tough tough defense. And you know, I am picking the Bears. You know, that's partly probably because I'm a Bears fan. But like I said, it's a toss up. I would not be surprised either way. Yeah, me neither. And 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 I'm going to take the Giants uh, with the with the home field advantage. And I I just. Uh, if you're if the if the Chicago offense is going to be one dimensional, I think that Wink Martindale's really going to enjoy, yeah. um, you know, coming up with some some creative ways to uh, to to load that box with eight or nine guys and and try to shut that running game down. But uh, but we'll see how it goes. And uh, good luck to you on Sunday. And same. Thank you very very much for spending some time and. Giants fans, as always, thank you for listening. Please remember to uh, stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on Home mom? <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.